Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Benson, corporate merchant turned boutique owner turned consultant. I want you to start, grow, and scale your boutique business right here with me. If you're ready to master your mindset, margins, and marketing, you're in the right place. Hello, it's Emily. Welcome back to the Booster Boutique Podcast. I'm happy that you're here. And I've, I'm, I've been happy that you're here the whole time. We're almost at a million downloads. And while it's taken me five years to get there, um, it feels really significant to hit a million downloads. That's what I'm being told by others. So I'm going to believe it because I'm one of those girlies who loves to diminish their own accomplishments <laughs> um, as I laugh awkwardly. Okay, no, but for reals, thank you guys for being here. A million downloads is no laughing matter. If you've been here since the beginning too, like I love you, mean it big time. Um, And if you just found me like, hi, it's so good to meet you. I'm happy you're here. My goal is always to provide the highest quality content for uh, boutique owners and retail professionals who who want to be more professional. I should say retailers who want to be more professional because retail is one of the oldest industries in the world. Buying in exchange for goods and money, like this is where we're at. This is what we're doing if we break it down, right? And so I'm happy that you're here. One of the big things that I am manifesting for 2024 is blowing up like just straight blowing up. (laughs) I'm going to put it out there because I don't care anymore. And to be honest with you, I am one of those people who do... I do really good work. And the people that I help who take my advice and do... like They're successful and like very successful. There's people that you... Um, are probably looking at being like, wow, they're so they're doing great. Like, well, guess what? Like, I was part of that journey somewhere along the way in a smaller, big way, um, and a lot of people in a big way. And so, I need more people to know about me because I find that there's this big shift happening in boutique land. It's coming. It's happening as we speak. The convergence of sustainability, Timu and Shein, and the economy slash consumerism and and capitalism, all of those things are coming together in the US specifically. That's where I am. And that's what I usually comment on. But I'm sure this might be happening in other industrialized countries like my Australian girlies and my European girlies. Let's be real. Like, let's all be honest. Um, we have a lot of clothes out there. There's like enough clothes on the planet to... I want to say, and don't quote me on this, but like clothe the next six generations of humans. So there's a lot of interesting things that come up for me when I think about that, especially as being one of the like original, like save the earth kind of people. Um, I, if you've been to Disney World and you've been to, um, is it Spaceship Earth? <sighs> no, that's wrong. You go up to Spaceship Earth, the dome, and you take a right. And over there, oh, it's flying. There's like, I think it's where Soren. It's called Soren. Oh, it's been so long since I've been to Disney, but um, we used to go all the time. <laughs> and Soren is like one of our faves. But there's also a movie that plays in there that features Timon and Pumbaa from The Lion King, where they talk about how the planet is basically being destroyed. 
But this video is like from the 90s. Like it's so old. And if you go in there and you're young, you're like, what? But that was like what played during my childhood at Disney when we went when I was like 12 and 17, you know? And so it's interesting because... I do really care about the planet. I do believe in climate change and I want to help prevent that, you know? And so I want to talk more and this is like coming out. So this is like, I'm, I'm giving you guys a little bit of vision of like where I'm going and where I've been at because I am com- like doing a bit of a rebrand slash reinvention of like what I talk about. And that's not true at all. <laughs> everything's going to be the same. I'm going to still bug you about your margins and about how much inventory you're buying. And do you have a buying plan? Like, don't worry, Emily's still here. But I think from a trend perspective and from an industry perspective, we have to keep our pulse on what's going on, right? Um, I was seeing the other day on a coaching call that... Uh, the the landscape is changing. The landscape of the world, the landscape of the fashion industry. Um, we've landed in this place where we were just kind of chugging along as like regular old boutique owners. Then we had LuLaRoe and Agnes and Dora and all our friends, like 100,000 new boutiques on the scene for a minute there. And then we hit COVID and then we had even more come on the scene. And we've had this sort of like in and out moment of... uh, I'm going to call them like boutique drifters. Like they kind of drifted into our world and we welcome them. Like give it a shot, my friend. Um, but it didn't work out for a lot of people. And that's okay. You know, there's a lot of people that just step into entrepreneurship and it's like not their thing and no judgment. And also I would say this entrepreneurship, like valley venture, this the road that you took down entrepreneurship into boutique land, it just might have been like a wrong turn. Like you're supposed to turn a little farther up the road into like website design or graphic design or I don't know, you know, like... Uh, food influencer. I don't know what your turn is, but like boutique land maybe isn't yours and or isn't it now or... You know what I mean? All I'm saying is boutique land is a place where we have a lot of people come in and out. There's very few who last like 7, 10, 20, 30 years. Okay? So if you're there and you're listening, hi, I love you. Like way to go. I'm here for you too because like, let's just keep going. It's a great business to have. But we have a lot of people coming in and out. And we did have a big influx there in like 2019, 2018, 19, 2020, 21. 21, people started to quit. (laughs) 22, more people started to quit. And I think in 2023, we're seeing people who are just, they're over it. They're just like, I'm burnt out. Um, COVID really like kind of crushed me. I, you know, they're tired. Because let's be honest, most people that own a boutique and, you know, I know I have my dudes out there. And I also have like mostly women that I'm chatting with, right? And we know we are tired. <laughs> like we we're tired. We're taking care of our houses and our kids and the sports and the parties and the laundry. And, you know, to varying degrees, of course, right? But the bottom line is, is like women are carrying a load and it's hard to also run a business period. End of story. And if you didn't build your business to be lean, mean, have processes and and understand what does it look like for you to have a business that supports your life and feels good. like So just to reestablish around these parts, I want you to grow and scale and have like a multi-billion dollar brand if you want. Okay? But that's not for everyone. I'm also cool if you make like an extra 30K and have freedom and can be at your kid's sports games. And, you know, I think we have to all really, really be honest about when we start a boutique, like what's enough? What's enough for you? 
what's not enough, what's worth it, what's not. I had a really honest conversation with a client a couple of weeks ago and she said, you know, I really want to be disappointed in my numbers because they're not great. And not great for her was like average, uh, like anywhere from ten to twelve thousand dollars months. Um, and I would say the range is more like her average was like eleven to twelve k, but um, some months were like eight and some were fifteen, sixteen. You know, so there was a lot of range in there. And to be honest with you, what we realized also is that some of it's coming from her own like ability to have freedom. Like she's traveling a little bit more. She's exploring some side projects that she wants to. And it works for what her life is. So what we were talking about specifically was how this year, the numbers didn't feel good, but her life felt a lot better. Like she would, she's leaving every day at five or six from the store. She's getting there like an hour before she needs to, you know, basically. And, and here's the other piece. She's only open... Wednesday to Sunday, Wednesday to Saturday, kind of depends on the season. Um, but she has like two straight days off. And sometimes, I think at one point we, we reduced it where she had three days off and the store was open for four days. And so it was really a good place for her to just rest and relax and like not be burnt out. Like I think now, like six months later, eight months later, she's finally getting to the point where like she's not so burnt out. But you know, here's the thing. It's money and numbers that we in a capitalistic like society have been raised to look to for success. And I don't really believe that that's true anymore. I think at the end of the day, if you can make money to support your life, feel good about what you're doing, feel like you, you know, have a clear vision, you have a plan, and you know what the steps are to like hit those minimums, right? Like I know what I need to do every month to hit my minimum sales number. And my minimum sales number is still really good. It's still, I'm still in a good place. Anything above that for me is extra. But I know that I can be with my daughter. I can have weekends free. I don't work at night and I can still hit that minimum. I'm good. I like, cause I need a break. (laughs) And I think there's a lot of people who are valuing maybe the money or the growth or the I should be doing X, Y, and Z over like, what does my life look like? What does my my body feel like? Do I sleep eight hours at night? Like if you aren't sleeping eight hours at night and you have your own business, like you're, something's like something's off. We Like you've got to be sleeping. You have to be prioritizing your self-care. And like, I'm not saying that from a fluffy place. I'm saying that from a place of like, I am a workaholic and I have had massive burnout in my life that like is not healthy and I'm healing from it. It's taking a long time. (laughs) It's not something that heals overnight. And, you know, I really feel so strongly that you should be afforded a business that can make you money and give you a really nice life. What, what, whatever that looks like to you, you know, like everyone, like, I want to hit a million dollars. I want to hit whatever your number is. What if you just want to make 5K a month? If that's worth it to you and you want to do that, like, okay, let's go. Like, let's just manage your inventorying. You know, listen, the thing is, if you're consistent and you show up time again and time again, like time over time for a while, you're going to grow no matter what. So, So that's the other piece of this too, is it's like, I think for so many of us, like we're just not really setting like not realistic goals. Realistic isn't really the right word. We're not always valuing what having our own business means for our life. So in the past couple of weeks, I've had two like situations with my daughter where 
I really didn't have to work. It, it was like a designated work day or a work block, but I had to be with her for one reason or another. One was like an, um, a medical emergency and the other was a anxiety emergency. Like a, she wanted me and I wanted to be with her. And so what did I do? I said, okay, I'll be with you and I have to be with you. And I could calmly be in those situations knowing that the next day or knowing that the next block I had to work, I was good. Like, cause I'm on my plan and I know where I'm going and I have my goals and I have my to-do list and, and that's it. Like, you know, I think we focus on all the wrong things when we start businesses sometimes because we think we just have to like do all the things and it's not true. And we don't work on our mindset. We think, oh, I shouldn't be resting. I should be working. Yeah. Again, great conversation I had today with someone where she said, I did a show all weekend, which how many of you out like listening are in that situation where you're like, I did a show from Thursday, you know, I had to drive and set up Thursday. And then I was there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then pack up on Monday and drive back. And, you know, now it's Wednesday. And she said, I felt so guilty, like resting on Wednesday. And I was like, why? And she's like, well, because you're supposed to work on Wednesdays. Like Wednesday's a work day. I mean, Okay, yeah, like if you if Monday to Friday is like your work week, but that's not your work week. Like and I said to her because we were talking about being a billionaire and what that looks like, what that feels like, and I said, you know, billionaires don't really care when they work or when they don't work. Like I guarantee you there's billionaires that are like, yeah, I'll just take Wednesday off. I mean, I hope there are. Like, I would hope you have so much money that you don't care about what day or time it is when you're working or not working. You know, like, that's what I want if and when I become a billionaire or millionaire. I, I don't even care. It doesn't even have to be that, you know, I, I guess I, I'm already surpassed that where I don't really care when I work. You know, Saturday, okay, I'll work on a Saturday. You know, that's okay. Like, I want to. And we have the space and the time and the luxury to work when we want. And so, just shifting mindsets around what is enough for you? When do you want to work? What works for you? And like deciding that you're not going to burn out. Like that has to be a non-negotiable. And I, I just, I really feel like, you know, I'm seeing TikTok shop take off. Okay. And I'm going to try to get you guys some more info because I think I know someone that went there. So we'll see what I can do um, to maybe get an interview or get some more info about it. But I'm sure you all know anyway. <laughs> I see people on TikTok shop every time I log in. And I'm almost sad to say that it's like almost always the same couple people, five, six companies, companies. And generally, it's the same person. That's why I'm saying it's like the person that owns a company. And this is like every day. Oh, I just, you know, if you love to go live every day, that's awesome. Good for you. But I also hope that's the only thing you're doing. Like that's your only job is to show up for like two to three hours a day, go live, you know, prep for live, go live, sell your bum off. And then everyone else supports you around that. That would be my goal and my hope for every person that I'm scrolling through their shop, seeing them going live the whole time. I know that's not true. Um, and I know that, you know, I worry that people are just getting themselves back into the LuLaRoe mindset of like, the more I work, the more money I make. And it's absolutely not true. I will again forever tell the story of one of my favorite best clients. If you've been around here for a long time, you know who she is. She launches once a week. Like We started that in 2017, 2018. I, ha I was going through notebooks the other day. I think it was 2018. I was going through notebooks because I need to get rid of stuff. And I saw our notes from some of our first calls in a mastermind that she was in. 
And then when we started work one on one, and it was like launch jewelry on Fridays, like have the note, right? And now it's like every Friday, it's a multi six figure Friday. And not that there's only one day of work. That's I want to be clear. It's not that these people that launch one day a week aren't doing work every other day. Okay, that's not it. But the focused sales create a demand that is unmatched. So, like, if you show up all the time on TikTok Live, how are you building demand? Like, there isn't demand because you're just giving so much supply. It's not balanced and it's not a good place, honestly, to live. So, in my mind, I think you've got to think about what does demand look like in your business? How can you not necessarily create artificial demand, but create your own demand? And sometimes we do that, obviously, through like timed sales, discounts, right? That would be an a example where we would like have more demand um, because we're offering something for it. But what if you were to just offer an exclusive color on one day a week? Or what if you were to offer an exclusive collection one day a week, two days a week? Like, What if you really dug in and said, I'm going to focus on selling 10 to 15 pieces one day a week that absolutely crush and that I really love rather than every day launching one, two, three, four, five pieces that are just always available. And it's always, you know, it's like, it doesn't really create the demand. Like, and I keep saying that, but I think this is a big piece in where the boutique landscape is going is this, there's going to be a divide between the people who are selling basics all day long, live all the time, really accessible, really available. And then the people who are exclusive and have designs that are cool and different and unique and curated well and photographed well, um, and like just this really intentional collection, which I think here's the thing my gut is that the latter is going to be more successful in the long run. Because again, you're creating that, that demand. You're offering something really unique and really different. And you're doing it in a way that's super branded. Like hopefully you are. But my hope would be that you would do it in a way that was really branded so that you build your customer base that way. And you can attract new people all the time. It's not a bad thing. Like, okay, so let's, let's also like zoom out. Look at Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is absolutely not performing every night. She is going to targeted stadiums for two to three nights, sometimes what, four maybe nights in a row. She's busting out on stage for three hours, four hours, four times. So she's she's working for 12 hours, something like that, you know, over this weekend. And of course, again, she's working for more time than that because you you know she's warming up, she's working out, like you know that she's taking care of herself in between. But like, she's not doing Tuesday, Wednesday shows. She's not, you know, like she gives herself time off in between. And that's what makes it so powerful is that she creates this demand and she creates this like anticipation for the next weekend, for the next, you know, set of shows, the next block of shows. So like, let's learn from the queen and try to follow that. I mean, Beyonce is doing that too. I don't think there's many big A-list, A++-list performers right now that are performing every night or performing on Tuesdays. You know, I don't know how many there are because guess what? They're getting priority at these stadiums uh, because the stadiums want their revenue. Like it's just, it's all mutually beneficial. So I think thinking about your business from a big picture of 
What do I want my life to look like? How much do I really want to work? How much money do I really want to make? And what information do I already have at my fingertips to be able to uh, implement a strategy that's going to be profitable for me? So have I looked at my margins? What do my margins look like? How much inventory do I own? Um, We're right now putting together um, a sort of limited time series about the last 60 days of the year that will start to launch. We'll launch that in November. Um, But from a start, grow, scale perspective, what should you be doing for the last 60 days of this year to make sure that you end the year really strong? Um, But this is what you should be doing all the time anyway. So it's it's all, you know, we're, it's going to be a really fun series, but I do want to tell you this, a lot of the stuff I'm going to talk about. Is, is this stuff. It's, it's margins. It's understanding how your people best shop and how you can communicate with them. How you're looking at what marketing tools you're using. Are you running Facebook ads? Are you sending emails? What are your best conversion tools? And how are you maximizing those? And then lastly, like, how are you taking care of yourself? That's going to be a big piece of sustainability. Like Again, Taylor Swift's not performing every night. Beyonce is not performing every night. They're up there like hustling, like dancing their tush, singing, like dancing, singing. I mean, like they're putting a star-studded show. I would much rather... And I think this is also how my kind of brain and body works. I would much rather have time off to rejuvenate, feel good, get myself together, and then come out and just crush it. Like be so strong and like put on the best show of my life so that every single person leaving is like, that was amazing. That was amazing. That was life changing. I mean, that's part of it is the energy that you're putting out is what's going to come back to you. So if you're exhausted, if you're putting out like tired vibes or, oh my gosh, we're here again vibes. The customers are going to just kind of get over that. You know, they're, they're not going to be so excited to hang out with you. So. I think I started all of this by saying that I feel like things are shifting in the landscape of boutique land. Not much. But I do want to be aware and on top of what's going on across the board and be able to report it back to you. Okay? like So one of the things that I love to do... And this is... I, I met with my podcast team today. They're so amazing. They're like... They do podcasts, YouTube. They do all my social. I mean, they're just... I. I want to keep them a secret, but I share them because they're so incredible. But we met today and we were talking about, okay, what were more ways for you guys to get more of me? Like, how do I produce more content? How do I do it in a way that's sustainable? And like, we had that conversation for me and for us. And so I'm like, I'm excited because in the next couple of weeks, you're going to see us. I'm going to launch a limited time series. Like I said, about the last 60 days of the year. I haven't named it or anything yet, but you'll see more about it. I also have on the slate a webinar that I want to do um, about how to, like, basically the three steps you need to do to um, take your business from like 15, 20K months to 30, 40, 50, 60K plus months and do it in a way that is sustainable and profitable. I would also say like if you're making more than 60k months, you should be in that anyway also because I can help you get to like 100, 150k months. Um okay, 
But here's the deal. So we're doing that. We're doing the last 60 days. So the webinar, the limited time podcast series, I'm going to start bringing on more interviews um, on the podcast. And we're going to start doing two episodes a week. So we're looking at Mondays and Wednesdays. I used to publish on Wednesdays. And I'm worried that I lost some of you because I'm not doing that um, because we moved to Mondays. But I like Mondays because most of you in boutique land sort of have Monday off, especially my brick and mortars. And I just... I don't know. I feel like kicking off the week together is pretty fun. And so I want to be able to do that. Um, We also talked about on YouTube, um, adding the website reviews that I've done. Um, I've done like a lot of screen recording videos that we're going to start to put out that are um, basically... A lot of you guys submitted these questions like months ago in my Facebook group. And so now I'm answering them. <laughs> Hopefully they help you and they help other people. I just... I'm, I haven't been quick at it. You know, honestly, I... I just haven't been quick at it. So we're getting quicker. We're getting better. We're getting leaner and stronger. And I'm excited because I feel like for 2024, oh, I'm planning something that I want to kick off. I haven't even talked to the people I want to do this with. But um, for the beginning of 2024, I have a really a couple of really great ideas. So those are coming down the pike. Um, and that's kind of it, you guys. If you haven't started planning for Black Friday, please do it now. If you go to blackfridaymasterclass.com, I have a limited time discount on the Black Friday Masterclass that is running right now. It's 50% off. Um, And so hopefully you will take advantage of that and get planning. We've had people just like make so much money from that class. If you do have that class and you have your workbook, go find it. Go look in your email, look up the workbook and uh, start getting ready. Like, let's go make some moolah. And then lastly, if you haven't heard, the boutique calendar has launched. We've sold quite a few of them already. They're print on demand. So they take about five days to get printed and then whatever the ship time is to you. So if you want it for you know planning for next year or you whatever, just order as soon as you can. But they're print on demand. So you know, order whenever. I'm not going to run out, I guess. There's no FOMO of running out. It's just it does take a minute to get to you. Um, but it's all new affirmations, all new artwork, um, and all new dates based on like what we saw this year happen for marking things down and launching seasons. If you haven't heard, the boutique calendar is um, the ultimate 8.5 by 11 wall calendar that uh, tells you exactly when to mark things down, when to run sales. It gives you overviews of each month from a retail perspective of like what you should be thinking about. And then it includes a big mindset piece because that's a big part of what I do is mindset. And so every month has its own affirmation and artwork to go along with it that I've designed personally. So it's like having a little bit of me in your house and my, my art. So I'm happy to... I'm always happy to produce it. So that's kind of what's up over here. And um, those are some big things I'm thinking about. I think that we're going to see some new trending categories in the new year. I think we're going to see some new business models that are interesting. I'm also excited to bring to you like what we can learn from corporate uh, trends and what's happening in the overall retail landscape because there's a lot of things changing there too. So here we go. Uh, I'm excited... We were going to do a rerun this week and I guess I just recorded a new podcast. (laughs) So here's that. Um, We'll see you next week. And then like I said, in November, you're going to start getting two episodes a week plus some new YouTubes. Uh, And so it's going to be great. I want to show up for you more so we can really lift the industry as a whole. I know the work that I do has already impacted the entire industry in such an incredible way. Um, And... 
you know, I say that with no ego, just truly like the work I put out. Like if you've heard anyone say like, oh, you should charge 3x for your, you know, goods wholesale to retail, like that came from me like years ago. Like no one was talking about that in 2015. No way. 2016. No, I came along. I was like, what are you all doing? <laughs> like, we need higher margins because I had worked in a professional setting that like we made 3x or more markup. And so, Anyway, a lot of this stuff comes from me and uh, I am here to claim it back as my own and uh, show you that it's not hard to start a boutique, but it is hard to make money in one. So that's what I'm demystifying over here. That's what I want to help you do. So um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Bye.